presented by the I love talking to uh, I love talking to my family, man. I just and you know what? It's if I could pick one thing that people just don't uh, or that people misunderstand the most about me, it's about you know why I really love family so much, you know. And for me, you know, it's it's not necessarily like a lot of people complain about being around their family and stuff like that. I just ain't that type of person, you know. Um, but anyways, one of the things that I love about my family is the conversation that we have and uh, kind of how, you know, you got to excuse Baltimore. It's real loud right now for whatever reason. <laughs> um, but, you know, I be having conversations with a lot of people and a lot of those conversations that stick with me the most are those with my family. And uh, I literally just got off the phone with my aunt and um, I was thinking about, that, you know, different episodes that I was, that I was going to do tonight. Um, and, you know. I got a bunch of tabs open in my head. Like, I got a lot of episodes that I just can't wait to unload. You know what I mean? And I'm looking to get people involved in it, too. But I scratched all of that after our conversation uh, just now. Me and my aunt, we just talked about birds <laughs> for like 20 minutes. And um, so here's the backstory, right? My aunt and my uncle uh, live in... So half of my family is from uh, Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. The other half is from a suburb of Charlotte, North Carolina. So pretty much, you know from uh, Carolina um and on this my aunt and my uncle uh this particular aunt uncle I'm sorry I'm trying to gather my thoughts here live in Rocky Mountain North Carolina and I, you know I love the city it's a country area you know it's very uh laid back if you will you know a lot of it just it's just one of those down south homey type places that just make you feel you just feel warm and the air is just comfortable it's very it gets hot sometimes you know it also gets a little chilly you know but it's one of those places where the air is just it's just so beautiful to breathe it just feels good you know what i mean um and so with the pandemic you know my my aunt and uncle have been much like the rest of us are trying to figure out just things to do to just kind of take up time especially because uh, we've all been afforded a lot more time to ourselves um, with the cancellation of events and, you know, with uh, some people being out of work. God bless them. And uh, God bless you if that's you as well. Um, but, you know, opportunity for, for places and things to occupy your time is very slim right now. Very slim. So, uh, it's, you know, the same thing goes for, you know, even that, even them down there in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. Now, you know, they are a little more active than we are up here in the DMV in terms of you know virus restrictions and stuff like that but um they still have been kind of had to stay in the house for most of the time so what they have been doing to kind of pass the time is focusing on tending to their land now i ain't gonna put all their business out there but you know i'll just say they got nice they good they good they got they got a lot of uh space to stretch out if you will in terms of land and um you know my uncle is into like agriculture so you know he got a lot of a lot of land to grow and plant different things and so what they've been doing is they've been really tapping into uh their land they've been tapping into growing you know uh they put flowers out there they've uh you know he, he takes care of the lawn you know by, you know weekly like like most people do um got some plant like some fruit and stuff like that like just little things that for me like I'm, I'm into that kind of stuff you know what i'm saying like i'm the guy that if you sit next to me in the club <laughs> like don't talk to me because my conversation we might end up talking about something like that like yelling at each other over like you know hey how do you, you said you grow cantaloupes like that's the, <laughs> i'm that type of person you know what i'm saying um but you know 
so I, I, I'm, I'm really just into this whole conversation, you know, and just I'm just enjoying hearing them, hearing how they've been busy and how uh, like I wish you could f- feel and hear like maybe you can feel her enjoyment through my excitement, like the way that I'm uh, recanting the story. Maybe you can kind of feel like, you know, obviously, you know, I'm excited from her excitement, <laughs> but it was dope to just kind of just hear her tell this story about uh, how passionate they have been about their yard for the most part or their land I'll say like that and you know she spoke to me about one of the things that she's really the most excited about is they put a bird feeder out there and it kind of created this whole um just this whole area like this it's like a bird six flags <laughs> it's like a bird six flag oh you know what no it's not no it's not it's like a bird food court there we go yeah I like that better it's like a bird food court with um imagine if there was like a big fountain for us to drink from in the middle of a food court which I know ill because of the pandemic like that that ugh, that even sounds like mm-mm, I need a mask shorty <laughs> but that's what they built for these birds like this big like this nice food court for them and uh you can go they can go out there get a drink and um you know it, it, it was just interesting to, to hear her talk about how she watches these birds come in and out of the feeder, you know, the feeder system. And, uh, you know, she was saying how true it is that birds, birds of a feather flock together. And uh, she was talking about how, you know, one bird may one or two birds may come in and who, who look just alike. And then, you know, a couple minutes later, it's like they they fly away. Then they come back with a whole gang of them, pick up what they need and then they bounce. Then it's a whole nother, uh, I was about to say gender, a bird. <laughs> it's a whole nother species of bird that, that pulls up, you know. They get what they need and they look at everybody at the table. They're like, all right, everybody cool? Okay, we out. Boom. Next species of bird come in. And um, it kind of got me thinking, you know, about that term, birds of a feather flock together. And, you know, those birds aren't necessarily doing anything negative. They just, they, they're literally feeding themselves they're literally uh taking uh taking part in an opportunity you know with something that can kind of that that obviously is going to make them healthy or obviously i mean you got to eat to live like it's not we're not the only ones who i mean that's i mean i shouldn't have to go through that with you like come on like everything living needs to be fed straight up some birds are just doing stuff to to survive and uh just so happens that they do it together and when she said, you know, birds of a feather flock together and then just saying how true it is, it made me think about how often we use that as a negative connotation. Like we always be like, you know, when somebody acting foolish and then, you know, we find out that their friend is doing something foolish as well. We always say what? Birds of a feather flock together. Right. Or if you got, you know, um, like 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 sometimes fellas, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, just be honest, you know. We ain't got to tell the shorties we talking about this right now. Just hone in for a minute. <laughs> you know, sometimes when we be, you know, checking out a little girl or whatever, you know, checking out one of these women's out here, these little slimmies. I said I wasn't going to say that this week, and I did it again. I'm sorry. Um, put it like this. We're interested in the female. There we go. <laughs> we may be slightly concerned about, um, you know, her whereabouts and some of the things she may find herself into, some of the things she do, um, if her friends do certain things that we don't like. And then what do we say? Birds of a feather flock together. Blah, blah, blah. Woo, woo. Same thing with the women. I mean, you know, I'm not a girl, so I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what it's like to chase a guy, but I'm pretty sure the same thing. It's, it goes for y'all as well, you know. 
Um, basically, like, and I mean, you could cut it off right here if you know if you could think of a positive point when somebody has said it to you. Please, by all means, go on about the rest of your evening or the rest of your morning whenever you listen to this, whatever. <laughs> um, but for me, I've always heard that terminology as a negative thing. And I can honestly say that for a majority of my life, you know, and, and with, with the repetitive nature of how that term was mentioned in such a negative light. I mean, it just it just is naturally looked at as a negative thing. That is until my aunt really drew my attention to this bird feeder that I've never seen, but feel like I've seen it. <laughs> um, and, you know, how she drew attention to, because what she was so enamored by is how um, you, like, it really do be the same species of bird that pulls up to the bird feeder, and then they all dip. And then there's a whole nother species, a whole nother group of species of birds that pull up, and then they all dip. But see, they, they're there feeding themselves. They're there getting healthy they're there making sure that everybody's taken care of they ain't doing nothing crazy they ain't doing nothing negative they just you know they out they get what they need then they're gone then a whole nother species pull up and it got me to thinking about the good side of the terminology birds of a feather flock together you see i i i think that it's actually good to find the parodies the good parodies or, or the, the things that you have in common um with the people around you and then work together to get what get what you need. I mean, we're gonna have differences with people. Like that's just natural. I think that that right there is uh, that is the artistry of God. Oh, hey, atheist. That is also you know, I don't know whatever you want to say. Science. That, that's where you want to go. That's cool. Um, we you know I I've mentioned it before how. I mean, we just, our DNA is completely different, you know, and, and our plan from God is completely different. Who we are is completely different, you know. God was in different moods <laughs> when he when he made us, you know. I don't know if he really was in different moods. I'm just trying to paint a picture here. Just bear with me. Um, so we're going to have our differences. Even with my closest friends, like, we have differences. It's funny. I talk about how much I argue with Rick all the time. Like, that's just part of our relationship. Like, it's just, if we're not arguing, it's just weird, you know. Um but some of the things that we have in common and, and with my group and my circle in general, which I didn't realize how important it was for me to uh, really hone in the responsibility of, of, you know, being present within that circle. But that's a whole nother episode for later on. I'm thinking about some things. Um, but within that circle, the things that, you know, we have in common, whether it's, you know, spirituality, just uh, and, and even if we have different views on that or even if we have foggy views on that i mean we're all coming into this age of understanding i would say you know some of my closest friends so you know we have the common understanding that we feel something the common understanding that we are here to serve some sort of purpose and that uh we choose to do things in integrity in the light of integrity i put it like that so we got that in common you know To me, that makes us birds of a feather who flock together, you know. So, you know, despite those differences that we may have that cause us to argue every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. <laughs> um, we still are men of integrity, spirituality, honesty, which is a derivative of integrity. But nonetheless, it is what it is. We enjoy sports, you know, things like that. And we choose to flock together to hold each other accountable to 
you know, attain different things. Just like those birds in the bird feeder who were just pulling up to get day number two with cheese. Like, for me, I ain't got this. I don't want the cheese. You know what I'm saying? And I'm good on the cheese. <laughs> but, uh, you know, me and my friends, we birds with feather who do flock together to uh, pick up knowledge, to pick up wisdom, to hold each other accountable for health. You know, shout out to Titus, who literally just dropped in a group chat a couple hours ago. Like, hey, just making sure y'all, you know, y'all still running. Y'all still doing y'all thing. Y'all still exercising, you know. And and, and th- that text wouldn't happen if we weren't birds of a feather, you know, flocking together to health. I know it's a little foggy, but, I, you know, I hope, hope you can kind of see where I'm coming from with this. To me, the... the the point or the goal, right? Let me get a drink of this. Super unprofessional, but whatever. Let's have some fun this week. <laughs> um, so the point is this. Find your birds. Lock in on those, on those feathers. Never forget those feathers. If the differences are like too big, like if somebody's like a Nazi or something crazy like that, obviously it ain't going to be no flocking together. <laughs> but most of the time, like those feathers that you got that, that you and your friends have that make you guys a unit. Um, most of the time, like those are so much more important than the things that make you different. And what I'm wondering is. How much we can get accomplished if we focused more on the good side of being birds of a feather who flock together. If you find what makes you a flock, you find that common goal. You you set aside that common goal. We set aside a common goal, which for those birds in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina that were kicking it with my aunt and them, their common goal was to get fed, to get food and to make sure that they're good. And then they out, they gone. I don't know what what the rest of their day looks like. They might have watched Sports Center. They might have, I don't know. They might have had a long day. Might went to work from there. I don't know. But I do know that in that moment that my aunt was watching those birds go in there and get the food that they need, she had noticed that they got it together. She had noticed that there was a common goal for them in that moment. Even down to the science of one bird swooping in for like a minute and then going back and getting his homies. Still flocking together. Somebody looking out for the rest of the team to make sure that that common goal can be accomplished. I just, I come from the school of thought where in 2020, it's a bit, it, it seems naive. And I used to kind of tell myself that, okay, maybe I am being a little naive in it. But now, you know, I just, it's just me. It's just who I am. I come from a school of thought that everything is accomplished easier when it's accomplished together. And I think that, you know, and I don't want to get too sidetracked in this, but I think that that's what's always been super foggy for me with, uh, you know, uprisings and with uh, marches and protests and all of this because, the common goal was all is always foggy for me, but that's just that's a different topic. That's a different whole different thing, but that's just me being transparent with you to kind of show, um, you know, my importance and how I'm enamored with a common goal. 
think that's why I love team sports so much, even though I was never really successful at it. Um, I just so happened to go to a good school. <laughs> but, um, you know, even though I was never really successful at it, I think that that's why, like, if you ask Ashley, like, she'll tell you, like, every day, like, I'm literally watching the Redskins, or I'm sorry, Washington football team. Like, I'm watching them. I'm watching something, dealing with them, like, and I'm not just talking about watching old games. No, I'm watching the storylines to see how those things unfold, to see how this piece over here is, is working to get better so that the piece next to him can rely on him a little bit more so that the team can rely on that entire unit. That's why I love team sports, because that's to me, that's just birds of a fla- birds of a feather who flock together. Forget the Eagles like this is not an Eagle shout out. Like, nah, it's re- re- Washington all day. You know what I mean? But but that's what I love about team sports is that birds of a feather do flock together. And you can look at the score who, that will always show you that. That saying, the good side of that, let's, let's, let's park in sports real quick because that's just where I thrive. The good side of, of birds who flock together is the Patriots. That's coming back from 24 to 3 in the Super Bowl against the Falcons a couple years ago. And everybody's scratching their heads like, how did they do that? Now, some people say, oh, deflate gate and da da da, whatever. We ain't, we ain't talking about that. Like, okay, Captain Obvious. Like, what time does the boat leave? <laughs> like, or the Warriors in basketball a couple, couple years ago. 20, uh, what's that, 2015, maybe? I think, 2015. Unstoppable team, yo. And 2016, too. Then, well, I don't get into that because it's. Rick might be listening. I ain't trying to argue with you right now, bro. We did that earlier. <laughs> um, but I'll just say, you know, then after that, they kind of bought some things. It kind of made, you know, the championship quest a little bit easier. But anyways, the Warriors in that uh, time period, or the Warriors, you know, in, in, in that quest for those championships, they were birds of a feather who flocked together to success, though. And they got it done. They got it accomplished. They're etched in history. So, you know, why can't you and your girls do that? Why can't you and your homies do that? You know what I mean? That's one of my biggest complaints about 2020 or not even 2020, but I just say this time period is that, you know, everybody is just kind of on their own island. Even myself, even my, like, even myself, it, it is so, it has been so difficult for me up until the last couple of months to really open up to the people around me and kind of just see, you know, the role that I play in the world around me. We are just so uptight at this point, at this juncture of the world. Like, everybody is just, man, I just be like, bro, what are you so mad at? Why are you so aggressive, my guy? Why, I mean, why, why can't we operate together? And I mean, you know, it's a bit of a, a bit of a rhetorical question because you know I, I do understand that a lot of us are really hurt, and some people ain't going to admit it, but a lot of us are hurt from you know different situations of where we have trusted people and have lost that battle. I get it. I get it, one hundred percent. But where my answer to that used to be to toughen up and just say, like, all right, I'm nobody's friend now. Everybody can get it. Anybody can get it. Like, I, that's not my answer no more. My answer to that now is to find people 
to find your birds, to find those feathers that make you guys not necessarily the same, but it makes you able to attain a goal together daily. And then flock straight up. I don't think that that's rocket science. I actually think that that's freedom. Because I wonder how dangerous it is. And keep in mind, danger itself is a prison. Okay? This is another another reason why it's so important to find your birds and flock together, right? Because I wonder how dangerous it is for that one bird who, who ain't really got nobody. That one bird who's like, man, I'm good. Y'all go get y'all little, y'all go get y'all feed. I'm going to pull up on you later. You know, I'm going to pull up over there later. Hey, Billy, you want to come get some feed? Nah, man, I'm going to come and go by myself. I'm going to do it by myself. Do it later. And then Billy pull up and there ain't no food left. Or, I mean, you know, maybe it's somebody out there, like another animal who's like, yeah, Billy, come off that branch, dog. I'm going to chew you up, my guy. I'm just painting a picture, you know. Sorry to get graphic, but it is what it is. Hopefully you're an adult and you can handle that. Um... I think we all got a flock. I think we all got uh, feathers, if you will, that we need to analyze and look and see. You know what? What tie? What ties you together with your loved ones, man? What ties you together with your homies? With your girls? What ties y'all together? And then take time to really hone in on what you can accomplish together. And then get out there and. Find some feed. Bon appetit. Don't go nowhere. I'm coming to see you. And y'all don't want no problems. It's Brian's World Live. 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 Live.